Welcome everybody to That Plot Though, where we discuss the plot as well as the characters in books, film, and other media, and sometimes even in real life. My name's Jean, and I use they, them pronouns. My name is Charlie, and I use she, her pronouns. My name is Sarah, and I use she, her pronouns. this is not a spoiler free podcast the topics we're covering should be listed in the episode description on whatever podcasting service you're listening from so please be aware of that and if you don't want to be spoiled you may want to skip this episode for now also we are politically biased and we curse a lot and the topics (laughs) we discuss may involve violence or sexual themes so this podcast may not be suitable for children i don't think that we're gonna usually isn't i don't think that we're the type to talk about both at once (laughs) (laughs) violent sexual no mega stuff no 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 yeah okay moving on (laughs) took a weird turn very early into it strap (laughs) in Let's get into this shit. Let's We're going to start on. with the today's iconic mm. moment so in entertainment. R- recently, Sarah finally watched Rogue One. Rogue finally. One. It took me a long time because I just was not in a place financially or time-wise to be able to go to the movie theater and see it. So Charlie graciously purchased it and let me know as soon as they got it so that I could watch it with them. That is. With her. Yeah. Because unlike Sarah, I do not make uh, I do not make wise decisions. And <laughs> thank God for me. Yeah, so I blew money on a very expensive Blu-ray disc, but it is so worth it. It worked mm. out for me. Um, that's for sure. But our iconic moment bias in this film this week. Um, so we want to talk about Vader, and just all of it in, at the end of rogue one at the end specifically not just specifically. not just vader in general because if we did that we'd have to go back to I mean, anakin days and we'd have to talk about sand though yeah we're we talking would. about iconic though i mean he is iconic yeah i mean as by himself he is iconic yeah, right. i mean we could discuss him in any film really he's, he's kind of the ideal of iconic because he's got the ultimate iconography of his mask the mask yeah yeah it's so it's so simplistic you know like mm-hmm. you don't need just the three-dimensional re- representation you can also have kind of a stencil thing like you I know mean, exactly what it is you know exactly yeah. what it means and that's one of the reasons why george lucas's like <laughs> right charlie's computer made a noise <laughs> ignore her ignore her that's all right uh the george lucas rights that he had for um for the what is it called the merchandising and but like having that iconography being a part of his pocket money, you know, was a really good idea for him yes, from the yeah. very beginning. So back to Rogue One. So the reason it's so sort of iconic in Rogue One is because I don't know, like I didn't expect when I saw it in the theater, <laughs> I did not expect um, <laughs> to see the scene that starts Star Wars A New Hope, like the yeah. first movie, at the end of Rogue One. And when it happened, I almost shit my pants. I was really I know. Excited. And what really <laughs> stuck with me is something I kept hearing from other people or reading about is that, you know, Vader in the sequence, in the originals, we did not have the opportunity to see Vader you know doing beat the shit out of people beat the shit out of people being actually scary being actually terrifying because one you know i think none of us were young enough when we saw it too (laughs) young enough well i mean you know the the we weren't alive well no 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 no, no. (laughs) what i meant like you know when we when we were kids the special effects in movies were already so advanced from the original Star yeah, Wars that when true. we watched the original Star Wars, it oh. wasn't crazy. You know, we weren't like, oh, oh my, my God, gosh. this is groundbreaking. Right, 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 we were right, just right, like, yeah. oh, okay. That's, that's nice. That's I don't cool. know, man. The first time I saw Star Wars, I was in love. I mean, I was in love too, but like I Vader didn't scare me. <gasps> I know. Wow. I know. I oh. was not a fan of Star Wars <laughs> until The Force Awakens came out. Charlie, and then oh. I went back and was just like, oh my God. I Well, I had a problem like getting myself into sci-fi sci-fi was a genre yeah. that i couldn't Fair. grasp for a very long time yeah I it took that. me until i got introduced to doctor who before i was able to actually appreciate sci-fi as a genre because i've always been so neck deep in fantasy that that's always been like my place mm-hmm. so i mean now i can totally appreciate star wars yeah, completely but 
I just couldn't at first films. I mean, I have to say like Mm -hmm. the really, really old ones I find personally to be gems. They're wonderful and amazing, especially for the time. But then there was this period in the middle where you're like, "Eh, what's happening? And and then the new ones are great. I was also forced to watch Star Wars (laughs) and I hate being forced to watch anything. So like I'm automatically going to hate something a little bit just because you made me watch it. That's why I hate Dragon Ball Z. Giving me the opportunity to watch it. I fucking love anime. Like there's no reason I should hate Dragon Ball Z, but I do. Because you were forced to watch it. I was forced to exactly. watch it. Exactly. It's over nine thousand. Okay. <laughs> All right. But, okay. So back to the iconic moment. So yeah. Vader's just comes in. The, the best part for me is when the door opens, like it slides open, and he's there. Yeah. And the saber is out, and then there's just people just hitting the walls. Like just yeah, it is. It is the wall. first time yeah. that right. they have. We have the technology. They have the technology to make Vader <laughs> fucking terrifying. Yeah, he was scary. And, I mean, that whole sequence from him, like his saber lighting up, walking into the hallway to chasing those people down the hall hearing you know the the crew saying help me mm-hmm. help me yeah. and i mean it's just from start to finish yeah. just fuck like they well, fucked me yeah, up he, it was he gave good. me an erection and the yeah. fact <laughs> that they they started him off in total darkness too mm-hmm. the fact they started it off that way and then showed the horror and the fear yes. on the faces of these guys was so classic horror yeah in that way yes. <laughs> oh my god like, you don't get to see the monster you know, just at the beginning or anything like that. So, uh-huh. I mean, you have a guess as to what's coming. And then when he comes, when that lightsaber lights up and you, like, get cold chills because, you know, it's illuminating darkness. Mm-hmm. And it's just, oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, my I gosh. I love oxymorons. Illuminating darkness. Yeah. yeah. Like, Sorry. You so can see the good. It's just so good. And the gr- oh, and the gradual progression of that scene from total darkness to where Leia is, mm-hmm. and just the, the complete ab- light. Oh, oh yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. Where the, so the door good. opens, and I love how she wasn't facing us, and everybody for a minute thought that you know they must have found some some lookalike actress to like portray her. And then she turns around and it's like, it's like, well, no, I mean, I mean, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And like when she turns around and then you realize that they like did the whole face and everything. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, I'm telling you guys. Oh, thankfully they did that before she passed. I started crying immediately. Yeah. Yeah, Oh my God. I saw her face. She said hope. And I was like, that was an actual clip from when she said it originally. So. Oh, it was her voice too. Yeah, it was probably yeah. So it was her real voice, right? Mm-hmm. Origi- her not. original voice. So it right. wasn't like her now right. saying it and then digitally edited or right, anything right. like that. Yeah. Oh, that uh, is to make so her cool. sound younger or whatever. Amazing. Cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So good. All right. Well, oh, that was all oh, that was. That was I do gotta say real quick before moment. we move on from it. Yes. I loved. I think my favorite part of that sequence was actually when he force pulled that guy to the ceiling and yes. then sliced him open. So uh, good. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. That was that that is a Vader I could be scared yes. of. Yes. Because that I, made my <laughs> ovaries feel interesting. Oh well I can't say that for myself. My bowels. I was an <laughs> okay. Lord. But if we're going to talk about Vader in that scene, we really, really have to also talk about just like super quickly, just how extra <laughs> Vader is that he turned off all of his lights just so he could make that intro. Yeah, because he was he dying in that, that moment, actually. Just, I just want to, I want that to be out there. That you met just, Anakin Skywalker. I know. He is so extra. I just have to point it out every time it happens because I'm like, it's like this guy, he can't get any more dramatic and then he does. I know. know. And look at his child and grandchild. (laughs) (laughs) The Skywalkers. Fucking Fucking Skywalkers, man. They're all ridiculous. They are. They're fucking ridiculous. I mean, Star Wars fans are going to be mad. You know, I'm sorry, man. Skywalkers are fucking ridiculous. I mean, they're just fucking with the galaxy and everybody else is like, we just came to have a good time. And they're all whiny little bitches. You know, when, when Luke was training with Yoda and like complaining about every little thing and the whole, I'm just like, you're just like your father, you know, (laughs) You're, You're but, just you know, like your father, you, Luke. Did you, did you know that your father really hates sand? He just, he, Luke, he hates the sand. He said it's, it's coarse, coarse and, and, and irritating. And it, just, and it gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. You know, and so, 
He just, he talked to me about that all the time. He never let me forget it. The sand was just Are you like Grandma Padme (laughs) over there? (laughs) Grandma Padme. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma Padme over here. For some reason, I thought I was Yoda with a Brooklyn accent. Yoda with a Brooklyn (laughs) accent. You got up there. Uh, Your fucking Senate structure is all wrong. Can I also (laughs) say, just for a second, like, I would bite off my own big toe if they would just talk more about Padme in the movies. Oh. I mean, she's important. Like, she's yeah, that, really important. Really, yeah, but That's like, something that, like, if I think about it... See, I don't think about it a lot because, you know, they obviously yeah, they don't, don't bring it. her in. Right. But it's, it's whenever I think about the lack of Padme in these new films when they yeah. have so many opportunities yeah. to talk about the history and talk about Agreed. the people who came before and it just makes me really angry mm-hmm. and then I just don't want to think about it anymore. <laughs> I know, everything's all about Anakin. Like, Well, everything's always about Anakin or Obi-Wan or Qui-Gon. Or... Oh, well, I really, I don't mind if it's about Obi-Wan though. That's I why love I'm happy Obi-Wan, with Rey. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we have a, a lady yeah. kicking mm-hmm. ass. Yeah. And I, I agree. Somebody important lady. Very important but, you know, I just wish that they would talk more about Padme. And yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's very important, and I feel like it's a huge missed opportunity, especially, like, so anytime I see fan art that involves Padme in the new series, I'm just like, please, for the love of God, please do it. Just let her be more important, because she is important. She's the mother of Luke and Leia. Yeah. Like, I've seen some excellent fan art with that, by the way, yeah, on Tumblr, same. where they'll have, like, they'll show, like, you know, the... The, the Star Wars line and they'll show like I don't know like someone will draw Padme and then they'll draw Leia and then they'll draw Rey all standing next to each other and like you see how similar they all look and it's just like oh god <laughs> the bloodline okay I'm, I'm sorry the bloodline it's not confirmed yet it's not confirmed <laughs> whatever whatever Rey Kenobi man Rey uh, Kenobi. yeah 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 I'm still about that or Rey Jin to be yeah. honest no I'm just saying I mean, maybe well, it, it's it's possible, and if that happens, I would much prefer fine. Ray Kenobi. But I would prefer Ray Kenobi. Yeah, I would definitely prefer Ray Kenobi. Why yes. does she have a British accent? That was terrible. Oh God, that was really bad. I mean, you need to do not that. go the accent route. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many hate There's, mail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got damn Americans. <laughs> you mean you fucking meta? <laughs> you got you. But hey, we're gonna we're gonna it. we're gonna circle back around to Star Wars at the end, so we should. Yeah, we should move on. I guess. Wait, I was like, is there anything we're not gonna talk about in Star Wars? <laughs> because like we can just. <laughs> There's so much we can talk about about Star Wars in this episode because <laughs> things have happened. Yeah. So stuff and things. Let's. let's uh, announce so the the episode topic um is yeah. problematic faves dun, dun, and dun. i guess not everyone knows what that is but you know you have a favorite character and it's kind of problematic that you like them so much but you know that because <laughs> like the characters got issues there's also problematic ships like you know you're shipping two characters that's like this is really unhealthy but i'm gonna do it anyway <laughs> it's like problematic ships so we're gonna talk about problematic faves today we all have them if you think you don't have problematic faves you are wrong. Well, I'm just, I, I guess I'm just confused about what problematic faves mean. <laughs> I just, it's like instant defensive. <laughs> like, I don't know. Because I thought I knew what it meant. And then Sarah was all like, oh, look at all your problematic faves. And I was like, I didn't Are say they? look at all your problematic faves. I was totally helping like, you come up with them. I don't have any problematic faves. I'm I know. Like, I'm lawful good. Like, <laughs> I, I never said that. I'm lawful good. <laughs> No, I just I I like I I my favorite characters are generally protagonists, so I kind of get confused on the problematic faves because like generally my characters have already redeemed themselves or in the pro like physical or emotional meta like religious whatever okay, well, process of spiritual process of redeeming themselves. It can it can be as complicated as you want to make it, but yeah. or as other people try to make it. Out yeah, of yeah. Your character, your favorite characters, they're yeah. just like, oh, your favorite's a piece of shit. And you shouldn't like them because they're a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I definitely don't do that because if you take any one of my favorite characters and then took them back, you know, however many years. I mean, they still have. I mean, if you're talking about like, for example, Tony Stark, he's still problematic as fuck. He still says misogynistic things. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, I I guess, yeah, in that vein, he is problematic. That's what we mean. Like, when we say problematic faves, we're like, you know, you have a favorite character. You fucking love them, even though you know that they do things. (laughs) But then occasionally you're just like, really. Like, I love you. I know. (laughs) I love you, but whoa. What the fuck? Whoa. Could you you not say that again? (laughs) You're giving me a bad name, dude. You're giving me a bad name. Like, I'm trying to defend you. I'm working my ass off over here. I love 
I love talking about problematic babes. And I also want to talk about problematic ships because those can be hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, some of the we, fights that people have over it. Flame wars. I mean, yeah. All right, where do we want to start? Who wants to go first? Well, I mean, I'm kind of the queen of problematic faves here. Let's be yeah, honest. Sarah's gonna I take mean, it away. Yeah, Let's I'm kind of gonna take it away. Um, I love villains and antiheroes because I love redemption arcs so much. And you know, I've I've talked previously about Spike, um, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, he's kind of like the ultimate problematic fave um in that vein what okay so here's here's where i'm like i don't understand like where problematic fave starts and ends Turns and where noise. <laughs> i'm gonna do that I'm like every time computer. it does it because you, you know mute and it stopped doing that i'm gonna do it now i'm leaving that in the episode but Bye. um but you know because spike did get his redemption arc so at yeah. the end of the series i you know i would say you know he's not a problematic fave but well you'd be surprised at what the internet says you know i don't think i'd be surprised what the internet says you know you know because you know, yeah, he he is like a really <laughs> problematic character. It just got weirder, like she's making weird faces you know, over there. And... It's just you know. Anyway, so other like problematic faves that I have. I mean, I've got a whole fuck ton list. I mean, you know, Spike, Loki, Kylo Ren. You know, uh, I mean, even even into classic literature like Heathcliff from Wuthering Heights. Like he doesn't get a redemption arc. He doesn't deserve one. He's a piece of shit. But I love him, and I love Wuthering Heights. I mean, I don't know. Um, but as far as characters like Spike and Severus Snape, um, Snape. Yeah, characters like that, they do get redemption arcs, and they still get shit on because of bad choices that they've made in their past before their redemption arc. And you know, and they're just generally petty. I mean, and that's Snape completely is, accurate. Yeah. You know, these Snape are is fucking petty. I'm sorry. Yeah, and you know, so is Spike. Spike is absolutely petty. Um, I mean, to the point, to the point he I'm was even fan. shooting. Yeah, I'm not big uh, on Spike personally, but that's just. Personal. Yeah, I mean, that's totally fine too. Charlie's not a fan of Snape either, so I mean, but regardless, I I like these characters because they had really tough circumstances and they went through a lot of shit but they did the right thing in the end and redeemed themselves for it so for you it's not so much like i know you know some people i think they would probably look at these kinds of things and think oh you know people are gonna love the bad boy but you know for you it's not really like that it's really the whole redemption side yeah of it. it's like that you know yeah for me it's the redemption arc um You've, you've learned from life to, to do better. And so that's kind of what's so exactly. attractive I to mean, you. Where else are you going to go with it? You I know? don't know. I mean, some people do just like that. You know? No, I mean, there are some people who totally woobify their characters too, which is what we've talked about previously about, you know, they're evil, but I love them because they're evil. Kind of like the way a lot of people treat Hux from The Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. Like, he's... I'm like sorry, they they admit sorry, the fact that they know like, he's space Hitler and they're yeah, like I love yeah. him like Kyle Shippers <laughs> Daddy I, I love get him it. you know slash super sexy cool great but I get it but like are you sure? I don't Listen. get it because like no I mean just the just the guy on guy oh I, I know find, I, know, I find yeah. good I'm just but well I mean yeah that's so like, not attracted to Hux no I know and that's if you're gonna talk about that though there are still like way more interactions better. between Kylo and other characters where you could just you know and that's true why yeah, do like, I'm sorry but any like other male why ship anything <laughs> why ship anything gay in the Star Wars universe if you're not gonna ship Finn and Poe like <laughs> yeah like, you know storm pilot exactly solving crimes in space but yeah problematic Whoa. faves they, they can be <laughs> problematic faves no, can space, be kind of can a, a hard thing to deal with in terms of fandom because you know you have people, people are that dicks. are just like oh you like this character you're a piece of shit and that's just not true and know? people especially like yeah. do that with ships to be aged because yeah I, yeah I mean, it, it's I've got some problematic ships. I mean, come on, like some, <laughs> somebody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I will say that I continuously ship characters who would probably be happier apart, but like I just want them to be together so badly that I'm just like, if this doesn't happen, I'm gonna stop watching you just this want fucking force show. It. Well, you know, that's kind of okay. So example, once kiss. upon a time, uh, these characters are 
uh, the way that they've become the show are once no upon longer a time. good she for wasn't each other. Prefacing her story yeah. by saying once upon a um, time. The characters show. Rumpelstiltskin and Belle. They are one of my hardest OTPs that I ship so Rumble. much. Rumble. Yes. Um. But I stopped watching the show after they got married because I knew the show was gonna be terrible and continue to get worse. And I was proven right because from what I hear now, these characters don't as they are, as they have grown to become, are no longer good for each other. And so I'm just in this happy little bubble from the That's time sad. they got married. That's sad. I and, don't know. And it's okay. That makes me sad, you guys. Oh, I hate when that happens. I've stopped they've made it. him do things that are completely against his character. Yeah. And against the way his character was going in terms of his arc that he was going through. And they've completely redirected him, and he—it's just—it's just a bad situation. I'm just yeah. Like, Charlie, what's I, your? Yeah. You gotta insert a problematic fave for yourself, because. I mean, like I get. Sarah's we, got a bunch. Sarah's we've talked bunch. about Tony Stark, and I guess we could, if you really want to talk. You know what? Oliver Queen is probably one of my problematic faves from Arrow. Oh. Because he is like. Mm. Oh, garbage. Why is that? He just elaborate. He is yeah. just consistently throughout the throughout the seasons. The I think he's finally kind of in the show, the fifth season, growing to do the things he's supposed to do. Now, I will admit I haven't been watching it because I was happy in the fourth season because Oliver and Felicity were together and I <laughs> like knew what was going to happen. And I was like, I'm not watching any further than this episode right the fuck here. That's exactly what I did on Once Upon a Time. <laughs> they got married and they had the Belle and Beauty and the Beast dance. And I was like, you can't hurt me anymore Once Upon a Time. I'm out. No. But in the fourth season, the reason Bruce. I stopped watching it was because they broke up because Oliver Queen fucking lied to Felicity about having a kid, like to her face. Like she was like, he had every opportunity. And I was like, I was like, dude, I can't, I can't, like, I can't justify this. I can't support your decision. I can't support your decision. It makes no sense. This bitch has been through, by you through thick and thin. Like, and I love Felicity Smoke so so much. And you lied through your teeth to this beautiful woman. I will admit, Charlie, like, you know, we were ragging on you about the lawful good thing and you don't have any problematic faves, but I will admit that your problematic faves are way more innocent than mine. So mine are yeah. pretty terrible. Like my problematic faves, I don't have very many, you know, cause I'm, I'm one of those people like instead of being a little bit in every fandom, instead of just like dabbling a little bit in everything, I, I have like three fandoms and I'm like really, really in them. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. deep in there. <laughs> Sarah's everywhere. Yeah. Sarah's <laughs> just like a fucking pinball machine. She's like, ding, 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 ding. You're, like, you're talking about any show. And she's like, shipping. She's like, like I love that show. <laughs> you know, ships I everybody. consume so much media. Yeah. It's um, I consume a lot of media yeah. too. A lot of it's just more obscure and no one oh, talks it's, about it's it. obscure, guys. Mm. <laughs> I can see obscure media. No, no, that's, like, our, that's our way of saying anime. Do you not hear me? Just like I yeah, yeah. Anime. anime, anime, anime. Oh god, you're such a media hipster. But um, yeah. Oh, I was hipster. gonna talk about my faves. So my Y'all really see their book collection. My worst of worst problematic fave. <laughs> All right. Um, for the people who, uh, yeah, the, the people who have, you know, read the books, oh, yeah. um, the George R. R. Martin books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sandra Clegane. The You'll Hound. recognize this fandom of jeans from other going. episodes because, yeah. again, they only have three. They did just say they only had three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only have like three fandoms, but. Which is okay. I'm starting yeah, to fine. expand more because of this podcast. So there that's you go. Good. You guys. That's good. We but, did, uh, you did watch Your Young Eyes. So. Yeah, but the thing Thank that makes you. it so problematic is like the character, and for y'all who don't know, it's the Hound. It's the same character because Sandra Clegane is his real name. Uh, but the character himself is a huge dick head uh-huh. and uh, lots of problems. Head. And, uh, you know, and then the ship. San San is even worse, so I really can't redeem myself. But it is like so deep in me, you guys. I'm, I'm such a wonder, you know, shipper. in, in, ta- in terms of like so really shitty ships, like I've shipped Hermione with literally everyone <laughs> in yeah. Harry Potter before. I see a lot of Hermione Draco shipping, and I'm like, there's, Ooh. oh, but there's like such good potential I, for redemption. I know, arc there. I know. Come on, I like, get oh. It. But I'm like, Christ. <laughs> I think everybody ships characters when 
the you know femme character like punches the masculine character in the face like for some reason everyone immediately ships them they're like yeah like, oh, <laughs> ust <laughs> sexual yep. tension like, no. Oop, there it is maybe she ray does. just cut kylo's face open they're gonna fuck oh god <laughs> 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 which brings us to Raylo, which is another, I think, problematic fave as of now. Well, yeah, it, it, it's problematic right as now. of now because we don't know for sure yeah. 100% of yeah. Kylo's going to get I mean, that redemption arc. We don't know what's going to happen, guys. <laughs> yes. well, come on. Mama she didn't raise no fool. So I'm a, not about to assume in the Star Wars universe. Listen, guys, it would be terrible writing for them to go through the family route again. Okay? It would be terrible writing for them to be that damn predictable. To do, I know. To you know, like, I Luke, know. The At Luke the same Leia time, thing again? Yeah. You, got, you have to clarify the family route. So you mean like Luke Leia? Yeah. I and mean, everybody yeah, like that. So and then the fucking you found out that she was race skywalker that would be terrible writing i'm just gonna throw that out there it would be but also but nothing if it actually... happened i would face god and walk backwards into hell to quote drill because like <laughs> like I i'm mean, ready i'm ready but, but i've nothing... read so much already I'm i mean just i know that hell. the ust that the fandom is reading like that's the same with like you know for example sand sand the sand sand ship UST I mean, is nothing uh, unresolved sexual tension yeah. sorry guys unresolved i'm pretty sexual sure we tension. defined that in, in an earlier episode yeah but you know we're not Keep that up. we're refreshing, refreshing <laughs> but, um but with with sand sand like it's kind of similar like nothing romantic directly literally romantic yeah actually happens and so it's kind of the same like i was about to use the excuse that like with ray and and uh, uh uh kylo is that you know kylo hasn't actually done anything so if they did go the the quote-unquote family route i guess it it wouldn't be as big a deal whereas like luke and leia literally made out and then we yeah, found yeah out they literally they made out brothers and sisters so that <laughs> so, was different whereas which was in with you know uh, uh um raylo the unresolved sexual tension is something that's perceived by the phantom whereas you know it's yeah if that's not how they meant to go they probably didn't do that on purpose. It could have been those damned actors again. You wily actors with your fucking chemistry. How just, dare you? Just confusing us. Trick like, us viewers at home. Gosh darn it. And like how everybody's <laughs> like, man, Finn and Poe, you guys are gay. As yeah, Finn and Poe, that's real. I don't care what anybody says. It's <laughs> real. I know. Poe bit his lip like at Finn. Well, I just think it, it would was be funny if like the visceral. writers... If the writers and the director you didn't mean my mission for that to happen at all, like they had no plans for those two to have chemistry, but then the fucking actors like mm-hmm. totally yeah, like man. fucked it up, and now they have to do it. I That's just, what I'm I hoping. I love them. Yes, so I want Storm much. Pilot to be like. I mean, you that must happens do in a now. lot of shows. That happened. Uh, well, I mean, and and not always just you know between two characters you want to, but like that that chemistry between actors happens in a lot of shows. The success of Breaking Bad. Um, you know, in the Jesse character, I don't know if either of you remember. Yeah, yeah, never watched bitch. it. Yeah, the Jesse <laughs> character, he was only supposed to be in one or two episodes, but he and He's my um, favorite actor who played Walter, I know his name. Aaron? Oh, nope. yeah, 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 that one guy. Oh, that was yeah, Aaron well, Paul, they had so up. much chemistry that they kept him, and I just, and the show would so not they were be gonna, the same. They were going to, they he were going to get rid of that episodes, yeah. Oh my god, so Jesse yep. Pinkman wasn't even supposed to be Mm-mm. in the whole show. Oh my god. Unless well, you I know wanna... they were going to kill Poe off in the first uh in the Force Awakens Are you and then serious? um Oscar Isaac was saying that he died early on in the last several movies that he had been in, so he was asking JJ about it and JJ decided to keep him in. Wow. So they really didn't see so in the beginning and... they didn't intend for that to be a relationships so now yeah. it's like we know for a fact that they didn't so because if he was about to gonna die in the beginning yeah. then we yeah. know then this that's the see that's news to me that that yeah. means something to me is that but you know like, i found out that for sure the writers didn't intend that and it kind of worries me because i really hope they don't yeah just, so like, actor chemistry all. plays such a huge yeah. role like i you know somebody can comment and let me know that i'm fucking wrong and i'll take it and i'll go home with it and you know it'll be fine what but I'm I'm almost very I'm very positive that you know in Arrow which I talk about a lot, um the Felicity and Oliver character they weren't supposed to be a thing but their characters had so much chemistry the actors had so much chemistry that it developed yeah. into that with the show so that happens all of the time yeah all the time and I'm really hoping that happens this time as well mm. yeah. I mean, that that happens a lot, especially, I think, in television shows, because these actors are with each other all the time for so long that they end up 
creating chemistry with each other that mm-hmm. can be romantic. Um, you know, you have co-stars dating each other. Hell, you've got Josh Dallas and Jennifer Goodwin from Once Upon a Time, Snow White and Prince they Charming. Married, they got married. In real life? They have two children. Oh, wow. Now. Do you guys remember Dexter? Yeah. Do you if you want to talk about like oh, how yeah. the actor dynamics affect characters, yeah. like they were supposed to be, you know, adopted siblings where they weren't blood related, but like it was like some weird <laughs> UST well, they're brother married. sister. That's yeah, they were ma- so but then they, they got married. divorced. Yeah. They, they did. got divorced and you saw it in the show I know. like how much they were just like fucking done with each other. Oh my god. <laughs> and so it reflects <laughs> Yeah, so it could go either way. Could yeah, like, but in that case, it wasn't. It, either, it was yeah. kind of. It, was it kind can of either because, build a you know, show or break a show. Because they really, met I on think. the show, got married on, got married through. The, wow. Yeah, and then got divorced when the show even ended. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. See. And then you've got like the Vampire Diaries, where uh, Nina Dobrev and Ian Somerhalder were together for a really long time, yes. and then they had a really bad breakup, and then she left the show. <laughs> Like, Jesus Christ! She was guys. the main character. Yep. We need to just start forbidding actors from fraternization. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you get in there and enforce that, G? Yeah. <laughs> you you guys, can't guys, fuck. Listen. You're not allowed to fuck. Don't, don't, don't fuck. Say your lines. Just no fucking. No fucking, you guys. No fucking. You can't fuck on so set. I'm watching the um. Or the, off. Yeah. I guess. I'm, I'm watching. Off. I'm watching the audio peaks in our uh, recording program right now, and it's every time Sarah said "fuck," like there was this giant like peak, and I just think it's great because like I can see all the three times that she said "fuck." Rot <laughs> No, it's good. It's great. I just congratulations. It's just like a fun little fun fact about making podcasts. <laughs> three, times. three times. Yeah, you peak. Not you uncommon. <laughs> You just got it, <laughs> but you got it. <laughs> Jesus, I'm a little slow on the sex jokes thing, which is sad because I make so many. It's okay. Oh, right. More problematic phase. Beast is a problematic phase. I'm sorry. Beauty and the Beast. He's a little bit of a problematic phase. He's kind of a dick to her. I'm sorry. Yeah. He is mean. Yeah. yeah. mean. Yeah. I, okay. I guess and that's kind of fair. an abusive and relationship. Fair something people, there that wasn't there before. People. Uh, <laughs> oh. That's people. kind of how character development works yeah, yeah. well you know fuck you Sarah. what the yeah, i'm just saying did you hear her she just like sassed me up and down across the room and out the door she just yeah, sassed well, me in your own home hardcore you come into my fucking house <laughs> like, oh, i missed yeah, the day I, of my puppy's say, quinceanera so there's there's this you know uh, we talk about these things and it's like how much of this is actually problematic though and how much of it's just like an a natural human inclination we have because i see so let's, instead of, you know, you have Beauty and the Beast, the characters, but then you have the trope, Beauty and the Beast, right? Yeah, which is right. repeated over that, and over again. Is it is repeated other. all the time. Like, like honestly. Let's talk about tropes, guys. Yeah, like Sandra Clegane and Sansa Stark. Like the Sand Sand ship, that's a total Beauty, beauty and the Beast trope. Booty. <laughs> booty and the Beast. Booty, total party and the Beast. Really nice well, name for a porno, know, you guys. And and just, let's I go to a podcast. The copyright, guys, copyright. I feel like that's even more prevalent in classical literature. Literature too, because you've got the Phantom of the Opera, mm-hmm. you've got um, Hunchback of Notre Dame, mm-hmm. you know, you've got all of these scenarios he in was which, nice, though. The, yeah, he was but nice. still kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> a little weird. Still kind of weird. Because uh, well, let me tell weird. you, the Phantom no, of the Opera no. was not nice. No, <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Who was not <laughs> talking about talking about problematic fave? Like, yeah, Eric <laughs> is definitely problematic. Eric, wait, wait. Who? That's Eric the, is the, the fan of the opera. Name. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. The fan of the opera is named Eric. Okay. Oh, it's named Eric. Okay. All right. So, Beauty and the Beast, and we're talking about what? Quasimodo and Eric in Fan of the Opera, right? Yeah. I, wow. Fan of the Opera is Beauty and the Beast. I didn't really think about that before. That's a good point. So, but so you're talking about. You know, is it really problematic or is it this human inclination we have to sympathize with these characters who are really yeah. struggling and yeah. aren't outright evil? Like, none of yeah. these characters are just outright. And it's that whole darkness that attracted Loki. to the I light. I feel like Loki's pretty outright evil. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, a lot of but people. But he's like, he's him. the chaos god. Yeah, I feel so, like I mean, he's more chaotic than yeah. evil. But he's just chaotic. He's yeah. just, you know. Chaotic neutral? No, he's chaotic evil for chaotic sure. Chaotic evil, okay. Yeah, I, I was, I was reaching. No, yeah, it was. I mean, like I'm a <laughs> fan, a but like that, that was, was a, a reach. reach. Yeah, I was okay. trying to help. <laughs> so like, uh, I, I was gonna talk about some fucking philosophical bullshit, but I'm gonna go way off 
here and talk about fucking frost iron. I like, like, I don't philosophical. know. <laughs> here we go. We've already right. talked about it, though. <laughs> yeah, um, but we're talking about problematic ships, too. Yeah, we're and, talking okay, about problematic ships. Oh, yeah, in. And so I'm just like, My problematic fave start? and your problematic fave. Yeah. Fucking. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. Having a good old time. I tell you guys, I off know. the record, the is a classic is, novel. <laughs> I know. The ladies love you some Loki. I realize that. But Loki's a dickhead. I'm yeah, sorry. He like is. he maybe he's a sexy Absolutely. dickhead. I mean, I love him too. I love it when Loki comes on the screen. I'm like, yeah, Loki. But I you know, also love watching asshole. people beat the shit out of him too. I, I think do. that's so funny. He deserves it. He it does. So Absolutely. And like when Jane slaps the fuck out of him oh, in the second Thor movie. That is the only like, time Jane has chemistry with another fucking character <laughs> in that series. <laughs> I was like, they about to fuck. <laughs> they about to fuck you guys. <laughs> Dude, that would have been I perfect. I was ready. So I was like, yeah. I love Natalie Fuck Portman. Fuck Thor, dude. I think Natalie Portman is a brilliant Absolutely. actress. Absolutely. But she was not good for that role. I'm no, sorry. And, and they did not write that character the way they needed to for that movie. She was an afterthought that character yeah. was. The yeah, writers, they I felt really like. didn't do the character justice. Uh-huh. Very... I feel like that was really shitty of Thor. Too, I mean, it, you know? it would be hard for any actress to create chemistry under that kind of like pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I, that's it's another thing that's like subtly misogynistic about mm-hmm. the Marvel Marvel verse. It's yeah. just something that kind of like there's like an underlying. Well, of I mean, fucking problematic faves. All right, this is like going kind of okay. Way here we out go, stripping in. This is not a character, so it's probably nope. really wrong of me to do. But I have loved so much of Joss Whedon's work that oh, Joss is, Whedon's problematic is, for yeah. me. Honestly, talking, become yeah. a problematic fave here for me because I'm yeah. like. Firefly is like yeah. the best thing ever. Like, you and know, Buffy the Vampire and fucking Buffy. strong female characters. For I mean, we see fucking Zoe in Firefly. Early. It's amazing. But yeah, then it's like the way he treats Black Widow and the way he treated, you know, all of and these And then others. he just he just fucking he just came not. into Ultron and was like, I'm going to destroy everyone's opinion yeah. of me ever. Exactly. And One I, fail swoop. Age of Ultron What's, is a terrible movie. I'm it sorry. just blows my mind that the same creator oh God, we're who gonna get did hate mail. the original Avengers movie came back for Avengers Age of Ultron and undid every single step forward he did with every yeah. single one of those characters. Absolutely. Every single one. Nothing about that movie looks or feels the same. No. No, it feels... The cinematography's completely different. Uh, the music's completely different. The characterization like, is completely different. I enjoyed Age of Ultron. Like, when I saw it in the theater, nope. I don't want... I don't... Well, just hang on. Sorry. I don't, I don't I want... I just can't. I, can't. I know. I understand. I saw it once. You know, no. I understand. You're hardcore, no. But, you know, we do have Marvel fans that are going to listen to this. And there's a lot of fans that, you know, love Age of Ultron. I love I, Marvel. I enjoyed Age of Ultron in the in the movie theater because like sort of the aesthetic of it just it's a spectacle yeah it's a spectacle the special effects were great you know i really enjoyed watching the scarlet witch you know the whole thing is really cool um the the villain ultron you know the just the aesthetics of him and his creepiness and his whole thing really you know cool so if you look at the movie in kind of a more shallow kind of like really fun badass cool way it was it was great and it was it was fun to watch I sound, sound like, like your my mom. mom. After we left watching Beauty and the Beast, and I was talking about different things that they had changed for the movie, and you know, I was saying good things and bad things about it, and she was like, "Can't you just enjoy the movie?" And I was like, no, "I can't enjoy the movie." No, that's and not what I'm saying. I'm not no. saying just enjoy the movie, Sarah. I'm just trying to like, I know that some people are gonna listen well, to this and I, not understand. They're just explaining so, like, why we're talking about really deep character yeah. development stuff. We're not talking about like that movie was awful and the special effects were awful and everything was awful. Yeah, no, well, I don't think the special good. effects were awful, no, but I think great. if you look directly at the way the cinematography worked in the first Avengers movie, mm, absolutely, and the cinematography it was better. of Age of Ultron. Yeah, it was better. There was, you know, if you listen to the commentary, they they talk about that and they talk about how the shots look like they came straight from a comic book. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. No, absolutely nothing in Age of Ultron was like that. No, it wasn't. And it was a very different feel. I was, was actually all surprised. flash and no depth. I yeah, honestly absolutely. thought and, they and switched I mean, directors. I was and shocked. That kind yeah, of, it was it's completely guy. different. And that kind of thing is something that, you know, for for fans who don't look as deeply into this as we do or as deeply into this as certain parts of the fandom do that spectacle that flash is going to be the only thing that snares people but for us you know we go in we see the flash we see the spectacle and we're all like oh i mean it's pretty but like what the fuck yeah what the fuck what the actual fuck just happened i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that not only are we such big fans yeah and we're also 
like we also just care a lot a lot you know Marvel's one of my big fandoms honestly you guys yeah I mean I'm I'm there too the problem is that you know we're what 15 movies in yeah and I'm getting tired yeah (laughs) yeah it's like FYI we're doing a guys just if you're staying with us we're doing a Marvel episode next probably next week one of the next coming episodes yeah yeah very soon we can't promise exactly which one it's gonna be because we've got to get Charlie up to speed on some of the films you know no no it's not it's not oh oh I do not have to get up to speed (laughs) I just want I just want to rewatch all the Iron Man you just want to rewatch okay never mind oh my god I completely if you guys retract my statement if you also think about how they just released the Thor trailer. I don't. Oh my god! If we can just say for a second how different each and every Thor movie is. Yeah. Every single Thor movie has been completely different from the yeah, one before. Feels like a completely different. Film. And that's because they're trying like to figure out how to sell never it. Never figure out Thor as a character because he's just not that interesting. Mm-hmm. And I I love Thor. I think he's a great dude. But he's just not that interesting. <laughs> he's a great nope. dude. <laughs> he's a great dude. You if know, he does just... good things and fun stuff. But, you know, he's just kind of boring. If they could just utilize he's Chris Hemsworth, like, kind of comedic acting and just have Thor show okay, up Chris every Hemsworth now and again. Chris is funny, you guys. He oh, is he's hilarious. Hilarious. He yeah. I love yeah. that dude. But I, I feel like they should have started... If they were going to do the comedy route, they should yeah. have done that from the beginning. They should have started with Thor. Because they went from... You know, kind of middle road from the first movie. Then they went really dark with Thor the Dark World. And now, <laughs> with this one, they're it going looks... the whole Guardians of the Galaxy route. Yeah. And it's completely yeah. different. Yeah, and it looks true. like they're being goofy as hell and everything else. And you're just like... It feels really we have a lot of gripes anymore. We have a lot of gripes about the Marvel verse. But we'll get we'll get more into them. We'll get more into them in our Marvel episode. Yeah. Um, and we're also really huge Marvel fans, and that's the only reason yeah. we care so much. I mean, yeah, uh, that's one of my big fandoms. So yeah. okay. I have don't. like Star Wars, I've got a song of ice and fire, and I have fucking Marvel, and that's like my shit. Yeah. So please don't misconstrue our passion for hate because yeah, that is the exact opposite of what it is. We love it so much that we're very critical of it. We're very critical of certain things. Sorry, I just hit the table um but anyway what what go back to problematic faves what's oh god i don't know what's your worst ship my okay. worst ship i gotta look up my list <laughs> Sarah. i mean ship. i literally have two different lists of ships oh my on god my tumblr lists? you have lists i have two lists have two lists i like what I are they know, categorized by i don't um make a list. they're categorized by fandom so that's why. Yeah, but you said you have two lists. Yeah, so that's like, because is, one of them is just a visual one. <laughs> what? One is actually a list. Your your fandom is so much more organized than mine. I'm just like everywhere. Like if you visualize like what <laughs> fandom for me looks like, it's an office and I'm there's paper everywhere. You know, like I live like, in fandom culture. Sarah, do you think it's too much of an invasion of your privacy if we describe yeah. your living room? It, no, go ahead. <laughs> The Sarah's living room. Jean's laugh. My God. <laughs> I'm sorry. So Sarah's living room. You you walk into Sarah's house. It's beautiful. She has great sense of style. So she's got some really cute things in there. And then immediately, you're, as soon as your eyes focus, you realize <laughs> that there's all of these little squares and they're all boxes. All of these and then, squares. And then when you really focus, it, they're all Funko Pops. Like there are so many. There. How many Funkos do you have? I you think don't have to say. I'm currently at fifth. 56 i think i'm at 56, 56 right now okay I'm sure there are plenty of people with way more than that yeah there are yeah there are definitely yeah. people with definitely. way more than that yeah i don't think you need more. therapy or anything like that no it's fine. it's fine you know I what mean, in some general, people collect stamps therapy, and i just but... collect funko pops it's okay <laughs> i have she, it's amazing four, you see all of her different fandoms. five six seven eight at my desk at work. Yeah. I have absolutely no fucking room to talk because of the amount of media and literature I purchase. Yeah. It is obscene. Yes. True. But so it's that's obscene. why we're friends. That's why. <laughs> so we're what friends. we're looking at right now is problematic ships. Yes. What is my most problematic ship? I don't know. Hmm. Mine like, is. I was, I was asking that sincerely. I'm like, what sincerely, is it? Sincerely. It the may worst? be either. Tig and Gemma from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, oh God. my God. That's not even problematic. I shipped Gemma like, with no one because no one deserves it. Jesus. No one deserves um, that shit. Oh there's God. also, uh, let's see, what else is there? Um, there's Mandy and Joe from The Following. 
Um, nobody mm, really knows much about yeah, the following. I don't know that. Mm, um, but Joe is a serial killer. Oh. And Mandy is a wonderful, sweet, pure woman of color. And she gets killed because of him. But and they have a beautiful relationship. <laughs> So um, yeah, I don't I don't see anything else that's super problematic through my eyes. So, you know, I do have Draco and Hermione on my Harry Potter yeah. list. <laughs> that's um, I'm like, where is? I have Kloss and Caroline from Vampire Diaries. I um, ship them. I think everything <laughs> Charlie else. Ships oh, them. okay, <laughs> okay. I found I mean, one. I mean, Hook and Aurora from alone. Once Upon a Time. That was that was pretty problematic. Aurora and who? Um, Aurora. And Hook from Once Upon a Time. But, like, also every ship that involves Hannibal. So, (gasps) yeah. Okay, okay. So, the worst thing I ever shipped. The worst. I mean, and I ship San San. That's pretty bad. I mean, I I could argue all day why it's fine. So, don't worry. I know San San shippers, (laughs) you know, but to the the untrained eye, it's fucking horrific. And, uh, let's see. But I think the only thing that's actually worse than that was I didn't ship it for long. I shipped it for, like, a couple of weeks when Hannibal was coming out episode by episode. And it was, uh, it was, um, I don't remember the name of the ship, but it was Hannibal and Abigail. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird. Yeah. That was a weird moment yeah. for me. I that was you kind know of a, I actually ship Hannibal, Abigail, Abigail, and Will. or was it? There's Hannigram and Hannigail. Hannigail, something like that. But I just have I just have one tag for yeah. the three of them. That and was that's a low. Ohana. Oh well, I'm I'm just saying like. That was a low for me. I was like, why, why am I shipping this? Well, I don't you know. want to ship Okay. Well, that's on my list of problematic stuff because I totally shipped the three of them together. Like, it was like when he... I don't remember the episode, but there was an episode I watched and I was like... Oh, it was probably no. the one where he drugged her. Oh, no. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, that was a fucked up episode. Yeah, it was fucked like, up. The one where, it was like, kind of hot, too. So, like, like, oh. Just put shrooms in your tits. Fine. <laughs> It's mad. I'm gonna make you hallucinate about your family, and it was also so that because he's like an your older brain man. will associate me as family. Yeah, but he's also an older man, <laughs> and that's weird for me. So yeah, age is just a number. Yeah, I know it is. I know. But, anyway. You know, I've been saying that since I was a wee one. So yeah, that's because yeah. I've oh, always had a thing so for yeah, the Hannah older Gale, gentleman. Terrible. I'm a terrible person, but it made me all kinds of fuzzy. <laughs> And a hanagram, don't even, that's not even problematic to me. I totally shipped them. All three of them? No. No, no she said hanagram. Hanagram. <laughs> Will Graham and, and uh, Hannah oh. Lecter, yeah. 12 and Clara, maybe. I shipped them from oh, the I minute thought Hannibal Hannibal was made all three of breakfast. them because it was like Hannibal. Yep. Her oh, Abigail. yeah, Hannah. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. I get okay. it. No, but it's not. It's not. Hanagram is Will just and Hannibal. Hannibal and Will. I shipped uh, them. Graham. Will Graham. I don't know when you started shipping them, but I shipped them from the minute <laughs> Hannibal made Will scrambled eggs. When he made him breakfast. Um, with that was in the first episode, it. and I actually didn't <laughs> ship. Uh, I didn't Jesus. actually ship Hanagram until the last scene in the entire oh show. Oh my god, I beat you to a ship. Well, because Lord. I shipped all three of them together, but the only way that I shipped the two of them together was in the last scene of the show. That uh, was, but that pretty... was partly out of spite. <laughs> because people in the Hanagram ship were kind of assholes at some point. Yeah. Um, but I really, I shipped the three of them together as yeah. a f- one big happy yeah. family oh, that man. sometimes fucked. So <laughs> that sometimes fucked. That's, that's so strange, but so yeah. right. Just so wrong, but yeah. so right. That's what problematic ships but are I about. Mean, They're so everything wrong. Everything about that show right. is fucking weird. Yeah. yeah it makes it, you question truly, everything. It's weird from start to finish. Truly. You know, if you think about it too, Clarice and Hannibal, problematic ship. Holy shit! Oh my god, they are. They're so problem <laughs> fucking matic. Holy problematic ship, Batman. Yeah, man. Oh no! Oh, oh, yeah. no. oh no! Oh shit! Oh. I forgot about Hannibal. Yeah, really I mean, uh, he, he read the fucking he books. He dug up her her father's bones yep. and drugged her yep. and kidnapped her mm-hmm. and. Sort of like brainwashed her. Made sexy bit. eyes through the bars. <laughs> little bit, little bit. <laughs> Jesus. I guess that was a 
turn on for Clarice? Oh, I don't she's know. like, do that to my <laughs> vagine. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. I got a fava bean for you. No. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Gene. I should need to cannibalize my vagina. Oh, my You're God. <laughs> they fired me. It's over, you it's guys. the second time I've had to fire you. <laughs> I get fired every show. Loki Tony, too. I mean, oh, like frost I said, iron. Frost Iron. Yeah, that's yeah. Frost Iron. Super that's prob- yeah, that's problematic, ship. but, you know. I don't understand I, that shit, but I do, but so I don't. It's so funny how I, I got into that shit because I just saw it on Tumblr. Somebody was talking about it on Tumblr. It was and I was like, I don't really get it. But somebody recommended me a fic, and I was like, you know what? I will give it a chance. What and I did, and I went to hell. Like, was it the moment when Tony was making that drink for himself and like basically like, yeah, this is dumb shit you're doing, bro. <laughs> like that's basically what yeah. he's just talking me. shit to his face. He's just talking he, shit. So that was yeah. it. Was, yeah. yeah. Also, I really think that when uh fucking Tony like landed in the Iron Man suit, there was a moment where him and Loki like. The, the mm-hmm. machines are taking the suit off of him and they like make eyes yeah, and there's like a do. weird like so I think that might have gotten hmm. people shipping them too but I don't know yeah, Frost that, and that is, whole like it's a weird ship but at the same time like it happens one in every the Marvel universe are so goofy you know? that it's kind of a goofy ship whereas yeah. ships like Kylux are like really like hardcore scary but yeah I'm sort of guilty because I mean Kylux we're talking about Kylo Ren and Huxley Huxley Huxley. Huxley, Armitage Hux, Arma- Armitage Hux, Hux. yeah, um, terrible. But uh, yeah, Kylux. But a lot of people ship those two, and I didn't at all. And I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. is terrible. And then this one fan art came across my dash, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so, uh, the fan art got you. I'll admit, you, I will admit to you. Been there, I, I not, with, yeah, for, not with you know for a minute. I uh, I Kyluxed for a minute, and uh, sometimes I Kylux every once in a while. And you should get that checked. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the medical I'm issue. Judge you hard. All right, well, uh, yeah, he's space Hitler. So <laughs> yeah, no, like I have no. Yeah, no, I understand. I get it. No, yeah, he is space Hitler, mm-hmm. and I hate myself. Like after I saw that fan art, and they were doing it on the counter, and I was like, hmm. But then I was like, I hate myself. 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 Feeling myself. Nope. Myself. Nope. 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 <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely a problem, and I should get that checked. Um, yep. But yeah, speaking of Star Wars, uh, that's we're going to transition out of the problematic ship episode and go to our, what, current events? Current section. events. Yeah. And current this week, events. there is only one current there, event. There's, there's only, only one, one thing that matters. <laughs> only one the thing. One fandom to rule them all. The this only week. thing <laughs> this week. This that week. mattered yeah. this week was that the Star Wars The Last Jedi, Jedi trailer, trailer dropped. Oh my God. It dropped today. It dropped today. It dropped. And this day. It dropped. I dropped. We yeah. all April fourteenth, two thousand seventeen, will go down in history as the day that the last it Jedi is the day that will live in infamy. In infamy. <laughs> <laughs> that got weird. We'll always remember where we were. Uh, yeah, I was. Day, I was in the car, I, I was, so I probably shouldn't have been I watching the trailer. Wor- I, was I was working. Trying. I was working too, and then I was like, oh. Break time. I'm gonna I go guess, watch this. And now I kept me, pausing. I have it. important business to attend to. I kept yeah. pausing it and having to play it at stoplights. <laughs> My hands were shaking. Luke Skywalker was telling me to breathe. Luke Skywalker was literally reminding you. I to was breathe. like, okay, he was I forgot. I'm calm. sorry. He was coaching us through this fucking trailer. I just. Oh my god. He knew. he knew. He knew. So what was the balance all about? Oh, okay, so the Grey Jedi. The Grey Jedi. The the gray gray Jedi. Jedi. I've been talking about the Grey Jedi for so long. I, I love the concept of the Grey Jedi. Oh, it's everything. It, it's everything like, to me. It is the balance yes, between uh, in the Force. You know? We yes. You've so got much. the extreme light of the Jedi. Yeah. Which has all of these super strict rules about everything, I you know, know, and that's and that's what ended up being yeah Anakin's downfall I know. was how strict these rules are, and yeah, and his he was a person for Padme and his mother exactly, you know, he was a person who dealt with abuse and with all sorts of traumatic events as a child, and you know. It, uh, Telling someone like that that they're not allowed to love people. Yeah, like doing the whole light yeah. Jedi thing. He's it, just too complicated for that. It you was, you know, is, and that's what took him to the complete opposite end so of the spectrum saying, yeah. in which he became a Sith. So you're saying that if Anakin had been a gray Jedi, he, he would have, have brought the balance of the Force. If, oh, just yeah. like if what he, he was meant to do. To do. That, yeah. 
You were the chosen one. <laughs> you were the chosen one. Anakin. It was uh, said you had drawn them. Anakin not- couldn't do it. Luke couldn't do it. And I, I just, when Luke said in the trailer, oh my oh, man. God. You know, I yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. And he's just say like, the, the last. Fucking the, say it. They're like, there's going to be no more Jedi. Like, what was it? Yeah. Exactly. And he was, he was saying, there's only one truth. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. or I, I believe in the, this one truth and that's, what was it? I don't remember. Either. Uh, it's, it's like, it's, it's the, essentially it, it's the end of the Jedi. Like, that's it. It's, <gasps> yeah. It's a, that God, it needs to be there done. There needs to be no more Jedi. Something like that. Yeah. Which that trailer though, the, the, oh my God, when I saw Finn, I almost cried. I was like, Finn, my baby. I know. And he was unconscious and I was like, but wake up, <laughs> wake up. <laughs> Finn is my favorite character. Wake the fuck up! There is so much content to be had. BB-8, though. I know, BB-8 was leaving Poe Dameron the fuck behind. BB-8 was winning. And um, BB-8 was leaving Poe Dameron to die. Yeah, he was was like, like, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) Did you see that one post on Tumblr where it was that uh, screenshot? It was like, move, I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. But did you guys see Leia's outline? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not ready. There's gonna be a tribute at the beginning, and I'm just like, oh my god. No. Wait though, like, before we get into that, the very beginning, that music, I was like, this uh, is John Williams. This is so John Williams. Um, this music, like, that combination of Ray's theme, and I think it was also the theme from The Force Awakens. I it was just love like <gasps> Ray's theme so oh, much, yeah. and just the. The music from The Force Awakens is, I think, the best music in any of the Star Wars films so far. I really do. Like, I sincerely, like, fuck you guys, discreet, it's fine. But Force Awakens music is I don't know. I'd have to really think about it. I mean, John Williams is the epitome of a theme creator. I mean, every classic theme that you can think of, he probably had a hand in it somewhere. You know, Jurassic Park. Uh, Harry Potter, uh, Star Jurassic Wars. Park is such a weird theme. Like it sounds like every other theme. So every time I try to <laughs> it, sing another theme, I end up singing Jurassic sing Park. I have the opposite else. problem. Every time I try to sing da, Jurassic da, Park, da, I start singing da, da, Star Wars. I'm like, I think he even um, did the time. Jaws theme. I think he even did that one. I don't even know what the Jaws theme is. Da, I can't da, remember. Da. Oh, that one, yeah. I think he even did that. I mean, yeah. he has I don't know. touched I don't so know much in terms of yeah. iconic music yeah. for television or um, for film. I'm sorry. Yeah, I he just handled Ray's theme with such delicacy, and it's yeah, just, it's so intricate too. Ray's I just, character is so. Oh man. How to even God. put that into words? See, it we're is having a trouble character. talking about this. Like as soon as we yeah. get to we're just so si- excited. I know. About I know. It. We get to something that we really love, and like we can't podcast this tra- about this. We sound so unprofessional. We're just like, I oh, know. My God, noises. I'm Luke Skywalker noises. is finally gonna be in another movie. With I know. Lines. Like he's really oh, gonna he be in it. Jones. Okay. Can Great. we talk about the poster? <laughs> Speaking of Luke. Okay. Oh, let's talk my about the poster. God. Okay. The posters come out. So we have good. Luke's half of Luke's face kind of really big. He's really mm-hmm. got the biggest presence on the poster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then half of Kylo's face. But mm-hmm. small. Uh, Ben's face. I well, mean, it's smaller. Yeah. Smaller. But it's a little bit smaller. And, and I thought that was interesting, like, that I I noticed that. I don't know, like, if anyone else is talking about that. Yeah. But it is a little bit smaller than Luke. But their yeah. faces are kind of set up half and half. Oh, what does that mean? I mean, and then you've got uh, the lightsaber between them and then Ray in the middle. holding the lightsaber in the middle. And uh-huh. the and the the and light is color. making the the light is making the symbol, you know. You could argue, oh, mm-hmm. oh, the yeah. gray Jedi. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it's also moving from blue to red, so mm-hmm. it's kind of the balance. Yeah, you know, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. I'm so ready. Well, and I think another thing of the way that they've got the sizing done in that is that they've got Luke is the biggest presence, and then Kylo Ren's face is smaller. And sort of aligned with his, but it's slightly off in this way that is clear that she's in the middle between the light and the dark, which continually is mentioned in the trailer, you know, between the light and the dark, the balance and everything else. Mm -hmm. 
So I obviously that's going to be a pivotal role for her. So if we're is, looking at the yeah, we're looking at the, the we're looking at the poster and ah! the trailer. Luke is the light, Kylo's the dark, and Ray is what's going to connect them. Yeah. And <gasps> which oh, means Kylo, oh my god, Kylo's, Kylo's god. probably going to get a redemption arc. You guys, he's probably going to get a oh. redemption arc. Because can he? Oh can yes, Sith, Ray please, the Gray. Can the Sith thing the keep gray. going with when balance has been brought back? I'm just like. <laughs> I'm so ready. And you know what? Somebody brought up to me earlier today. Okay, so Kathleen Kennedy also announced today that um, Leia is not going to be in episode nine. Okay. And um, this is what? Eight? Yes. Yeah. So this is eight. All of the stuff that she's done is going to be in the eighth movie. And I was talking to a coworker who doesn't really watch Star Wars or anything earlier about it today. And she said something about they'll probably just blow her up or something. And I thought they better fucking there no, no fucking listen, way. Listen, listen, let me finish because okay. this is this is some shit. I started crying because I thought, what if Kylo Ren watches the place that his mother's at blow up just like Leia did for Alderaan? And that's what brings him back. No, no, no. I'm not okay no, with that. No. no. Get out. Oh, Get man. Out. Oh, no. Oh, God. That started hurt. crying like, okay. oh, that my so that's God. That's the second time you've hurt me with Star Wars shit in the past <laughs> two weeks. The other way that Sarah really fucked me up was she was talking about the fucking characters from Rogue One. And she was talking about Kylo's... Uh, Knights of Ren. The Knights of Ren. Like, you know, all of his bromios that helped him murder those bromios. people. And she <laughs> I was love like, that. She was, like, looking at their costumes and like their physicality and their their names and she was just telling me how they're a lot like you know the archetype for all of the major characters in the force awakens like the good guys like rogue one i'm sorry i'm sorry rogue one what a bad slip but like like Jin from rogue one and and cassian andor and just kind of i mean just the whole line up and that really made me angry and i, I wanted yeah to... and the and the idea that was it you who sarah who was telling me you know what if they like probably. found a way to resurrect them and they're evil now I know, and i was like I sarah i was like bitch was... they're dead and it she's was like yeah but the force and i'm like they wouldn't do that they can't they wouldn't do that i mean like, why else so would good. they talk so about good. the kyber crystal so much no, it's gotta it's play gotta something. something it's gotta be something i just so, don't like it to be that Baze has the physicality of the heavy. There's the the Knights of Ren are the heavy, the armory, the rogue, the sniper, and the monk. So that's Baze, Bodhi, Jin, Cassian, and Chirrut. So like this is this is a semi-popular theory here. I'm just now this was especially popular before obviously the movie came out and everybody found out that they died at the end, but. You know, there's still more discussion that's going on of how it could still work. I would just be really um, sad. Especially with the idea of Snoke as like a necromancer. Yeah. Uh, ah, those poor babies, though. <laughs> They've been through so much already. <laughs> I don't need to go through that. I'm so evil. You're going to make me cry out of the Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that uh, is awful. That's really you know, fuck you guys. If you're gonna resurrect somebody, just bring back Han Solo. Like fuck you guys. Like come uh, on. Harrison Ford wanted to die. Yeah, Harrison so. Ford is glad Han's dead. Yeah, yeah. he like asked for that specifically. <laughs> like, can you just not? I don't want to do this anymore. Aww. I just want to go back to building my shelves. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I love Harrison Ford. But yeah, so back to the whole Kylo Ren thing. There's also the fact that the scar is completely different. Yeah. Talk about that. So he's got a scar on his face from when uh, Ray sliced him with the yeah. the saber. Yeah, right? sliced his face she open. Got his face, man. And it was like right at the top of the bridge yeah. of his nose, between his eyebrows, down his cheek, and now it's like right through where his eye would be. So if she had actually sliced him where mm-hmm. his eye was, he wouldn't have an eye. Yeah. So I wonder just... if they're going to fix that in the editing room. Now there's going to be like, fuck it. Uh, do you guys realize that people have been drawing fan art for this for 
one and a half years, <laughs> and you fucked it up. Put the scar in the wrong place. You put the scar in the wrong place. Wake me up. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> Nobody's going to know what we're talking about, but that's great. One goofy as Evanescence. <laughs> yeah, you guys look need to look up goofy as Evanescence. Just that's our weekly it. recommendation. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Our weekly recommendation. Look there you go. Is it a vine? It's on YouTube. It's it was like YouTube. Me up. Goofy. I can't wait. Bring up. me to life. Save <laughs> me. Save me. <laughs> They're so good at it. So if you need, right. I watched it. So if you need times. a break from crying over Star Wars, go watch this instead. Go watch that. Yeah. <laughs> and then cry. Just in watch fear. Vine compilations. That's how we get through our day. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, though. All right. That was good. That was really good. You want to close it up, Charlie? Close up, ship. Because I don't know if I can talk about Star Wars anymore. My heart, I was going to say, like, we, I could keep going My for heart days. days. Let's keep talking about Star Wars. <laughs> I want to talk. No, I want to talk me. more about this Kylo Ren. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to our listeners, thanks for listening to this week's episode of That Plot, though. <laughs> Our opening theme music is by royalty-free composer Kevin McLeod. You can find all the episodes of That Plot, though, on iTunes and SoundCloud, and links to those are in the episode description. And if you love us, please leave us a review on iTunes, because the iTunes rankings are super important for podcasters. Please. Yes, ma'am. Please do that. Also, please uh, follow us on social media. Um, that's at facebook.com slash thatplotho. And our Twitter handle is thatplotho. And we are at thatplotho.tumblr.com. Um, by the way, this is a brand new podcast, and it's run by three people with no money. So if you enjoy that plot, though, and want to help us stay on the air, consider donating to our PayPal. To do that, you can go to our Facebook and click the donate button, or you can go straight to PayPal and just use our email address, which is thatplotho at gmail.com. And once again, that plot, though, is spelled with T-H-O at the end, because we're hip and cool. Yep. And that's all of it for we're us, you guys. Folks. Thank you guys so, yeah. so, much, so much, whoever you are, however many. I Thank you. We'll, we'll see you whenever we have the next episode up, hopefully next week. But we're kind of disorganized, so we'll see. <laughs> Love you guys. Chaos. Bye. Bye. Bye.